This podcast is sponsored by Pitch Talk, the only place to get your Monday night football and fix. Co-hosted by Straight Shooting LJA, Jesse Fizzle and the G-Man, you can find us at www.pitch-talk.com. Let's rock this joint! No, I'm not a writer. Okay. Get ready to. No, I'm joking. <laughs> it's Tom Hewitt here, bringing you a new and exciting podcast, not county related, The Talking Pie. The show that brings the mic of the pies from our mouths to your ears. At least that's where I'm hoping this is going. It's a family show for crying out loud. Anyway, before I get off topic and say something completely different, Talking Pie is brought to you in association with Pitch Talk, the only place to get your Monday night footballing fix. And also brought to you by T. Hewitt 44 Productions because we have got your news covered. Well, we've got an exciting debut show bringing up for you today. My co-host partner Adam's just getting a couple of drinks in. He's still recovering from the relegation last week. We're not going to go into it too much. We're going to say that for the next segment. But Adam's going to be joining us shortly. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to pause this track. It's a good track. And there before, if anybody says anything, we haven't got three lines on a shirt. We've got the two pies, what I'm looking at right now. In the middle of my chest. No, that's not supposed to be anything taken the wrong way. So don't get any ideas from that, anybody. It's a family show. I've got two pies on my shirt. And I'm proud to say I'm a county fan through and through. And much like our slogan, our time is now. So what we're going to do, we're going to leave that track down there for a bit. Adam's going to come join us in a minute. So what we're going to do, we're going to do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And go straight into a bit of... Season Review. Yes, it's the end of season review segment, and I'm delighted to say that Adam's joined me for the segment. Adam, it's great to have you on the show. That's right. Um, we're going to get stuck straight into it. The season that we've had so far, it's well, it's been absolutely terrible. But I just want to get your thoughts on it. I mean, how do you think the season's gone for Notts County? I mean, we, we've been relegated, but yeah. I want to hear your views. What What do you think? What do you think has gone wrong? Why do you think it's happened? Um, I don't think we deserve to go down, um, especially with the uh, results up to November. Mm. When we were about second in the league, yeah, and um, wasn't beaten in about about sixteen matches, and then we wasn't beaten away until New Year's Day, so um, I don't think we deserve to go down. Teams like Crew and Colchester deserve to go down more than those. Mm. Um, I think mainly it was due to loaning loads of crap players, um, players with no experience who didn't want to play for the club, 
and the players got injured, like Ishmael had to get back to Wolves. Yeah, that was um, a shame. He was a standout player, and uh, Murray got injured. Uh, I think if we kept the same team like we did in November, I think I think it would have been at least playoffs. Mm, so you think we've underachieved then? We shouldn't have got relegated then, would you say? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you think we should have been challenging for like the playoffs because we were in that we were in those positions, and that's the funny thing about it. How can a team like us slide down the table to a League Two where we don't really deserve to be? I mean, people argue that we do, but I don't think we do, do we? No, I think even though we've let in a few goals, I don't think you can blame players like Carroll. Um, I, f- I think you need to blame the defence and the players what Sean Derry brought in first. Mm. I, don't, I don't think it's Carroll's fault. Really. I think the standard of players that we bought in wasn't enough, was it? No. We bought too many lone players, like you said, and it just really didn't work out for the club itself. We need stability. Yeah. And getting lone players, like Ricardo Merzas said, they're not really going to fight for the club. I mean, I'm not going to mock his accent, but he, he doesn't really... He's wanting players who are young, hungry and determined to play for the club, which is why he signed that Scott Bennett, which... I think personally he's going to be a very good player. Yeah, he, seen, he seems like a leader. Um, mm. Well, he was Exeter captain. Yeah, yeah, at, yeah. At Exeter, he seemed to to come through the ranks there, and uh, I think he might be able to organise the, the defence a bit more than mm. obviously Hollis did and people okay. like that. Um, I want to ask you as well, Adam. I mean, player of the season. If you, I know, it's obviously we've been relegated, but if you have to pick one player who stood out for you consistently this season, who would it be? Um, I think it's got to be Roy Carroll. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, he's he's made some amazing saves uh, when he uh, stopped the uh, penalty was it against Colchester? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. And uh, I think he's been a real leader. Um, I don't think you can blame him for the goals what he's conceded. Um, I think he's wanted to to fight for the club and get the club to be as high up as as we can. I mm. think you can you just need to blame the defence. But yeah, I think I think he's been standout performer. Mm. Do you think that um, the board as well? I know I'm going off topic a little bit, but do you think like Ray True? You know that some of the fans have been saying that Ray True and Aileen True have necessarily not really put enough funding into the club. Do you think that's true? I mean, they did pay for loan yeah, signings. I, I, but I, don't, I don't think we've actually paid for a player in a long time. Not not really. Um, no. We tend to get players on one year contracts or or on free transfers. I don't mm. think we like to invest in players. Mm, so would that be your message to Ricardo Menez to invest yeah, in players? I think, get... I think when they took him on, I think he wanted a transfer budget, uh, quite a high transfer budget to bring in players. So hopefully, even though we're in League 2, we can actually put a bit, a bit of money in and get a couple of players. Let's hope so. I've got to ask you this question though. Sean Derry, should he have got the sack? Yes or no? Um, yeah. Because really? I, I, I blame him for the choices what he made with the players what he brought in. Um, some players who we brought in didn't want to play for the club and, and, and let us down. Um, the only player who I thought was decent who, who we brought in was, was Carroll, that's it. Mm. And I think Alan Smith's been alright this season. But I think the only reason why he looked good playing was because the players around him were, were so poor. Mm, exactly. He made other players seem like they were superstars when they really they weren't. It yeah. was Carroll doing all the work. But yeah. do you think he's been our signing so far this summer? Because we've like a the support association, which we'll get into later, announced that Roy Carroll has uh, signed a new contract. I think that's been one of the signings. Would you say for the club? So yeah, far? definitely. I think I think definitely make him probably captain, if mm. not if not vice captain. Oh, I, think, got I think he deserves it because he's a real leader, and I think he can get. His, uh, probably in the top top three, definitely. Let's hope so. Ricardo Menez, I know we don't know too much about him at the moment, but what is your opinion on him as a manager? Does he appeal to you? Does his style of football yeah. suit the club? Do you think I, he'll do I've well? Al- I've always said County need to have some kind of attacking style, and we've always been defensive. 
Hmm. And um, I think uh, he, he definitely likes to get players to attack the ball, uh, especially wingers and things like that. And that's what everyone's missed at County, is someone who can bring in players who can attack and get goals. I don't think we've, we've actually won a game by like 4 5 nil for a long time. So hopefully in League 2... If he brings in a couple of decent strikers, I think I think we should easily win games. Mm. So do you think we'll win enough games to get promoted from League Two? That's the, that's the main question I want to ask you out of all this because it, it's a difficult league. I mean, there's so many teams in there who could get promoted. I mean, you've got teams like Mansfield and Luton and Portsmouth who are really going to be challenging. But do you think we've got the squad and the manager and the fan base to get promoted back at the first attempt? Yeah, Um I'm ninety percent sure that we're gonna get promoted straight away. Uh, probably in the top three. Um, Cause like as like Tranmere did last season, um, proves that if you go into League Two thinking you're gonna win it straight away, you can easily fall behind and end up being relegated again. And I don't think that can happen to the club. Hmm, absolutely. Do you think? Do you think we're finishing in top three, or do you think yeah, playoffs? I think I'm. I think it's about time we, we actually won a trophy and I think we, we, we could win the League 2 trophy. Let's hope so. Uh, one final question for you, Adam, before I let you go. Um, if I can give you one player to sign for the club, who would you pick and why? One player? Yeah, you, you um, I'm going to let you pick one. <laughs> it's got to be um, Akin Fenworth from AFC Wimbledon. Oh, and how Firstly, he's, he's, he's a beast. We're not. Secondly, gonna, that's not any way to intend people, by the way. If it's no. not that way. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, he scores goals. Oh damn! And thirdly, um, he scares defenses. If I was a defender, well, of course he's going to scare defenses. If I was for a, that a, a defender against him, <laughs> I would. I wouldn't dare tackle him because he's 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 a monster. Yeah, he'll eat you. He'll eat you for lunch. And especially in set pieces, I think if if someone was going to mark him, some young defender, they got no chance. Mm, absolutely. And I'm, I'm, I'm obviously I think he'll get along with Carol because um. They're both a bit mad. <laughs> they're, they're bad. They're both mental. They'll get on with each other like that. But they'll both be in the pub for yeah. an hour. But and then they both like Guinness. <laughs> Who does not like Guinness? That's not a question for anybody. But yeah. we'll leave that one alone. But anyway, yeah. Thanks for coming in, Adam. And I'll let you go. This has been the season review segment with me, Tom Hewitt, and Adam. Remember, if you want to ask us both a question, you know the number by now. It's oh seven nine seven nine seven two seven two treble eight seven, or you can email us on thewhewitt forty four outlook dot com. This has been Tom Hewitt and Adam Hewitt with the season review segment. I'm going to go and find myself a Forest fan to interview now. I know what you're thinking. Why am I going to buy oh, a Forest scum. fan? Yeah, I know. We've got to include them somehow. But anyway, Adam's going to go and get a couple more drinks. I'm going to go off and find a Forest fan. So we're going to leave We're going to leave that trap down for a bit. So we're going to leave that there. We're going to go into the next segment, which is a bit of... Overside of the trend. Yes, it's the other side of the trend segment with me, Tom Hewitt, and with me at the moment, we've got a guy, well, I've known him for quite a while, he's, he's a good guy, you might even say he's a cool guy, and yes, he's a Forest fan, but we love him to have him on the show, and it can be only one person, we went to the same course, it's the one and only Dave Eaton. Dave, a pleasure to have you on the show, mate. Thank you very much for having me. Um, yeah, can you just tell us tell us a bit more about yourself and what you've been up to lately? It's been, it's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. Uh, I mean, from the last time that I spoke to you really, when I was in college, that goes back to, what, 2000? 
2009. Blimey, no. So, yeah, we, we've uh, had, a, had a few years since then. I mean, I'm, I'm now 25. Uh, <laughs> I've got a daughter. Wow. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm family. Family Blimey man now. Family yeah. man. Wow, blimey, neck. Um, full-time job. I work as a practice manager for a uh, podiatry uh, surgery, which looks after the Notts County football team as oh, well. Oh, wow. How ironic. So, uh, yeah, I see, <laughs> I see yeah. quite a lot of the Notts I bet, I bet you've seen there. it all there, haven't you? Yeah, Banyu was in there earlier in the season when he had a nasty uh, foot injury. But, yeah, it was was all in there together. It was it's uh, it's good. I, I enjoy what I do, and uh, like I say, I'm just happy to be talking about football for yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of football, uh, you're a Forest fan. Yeah. How long have you been supporting the club for? Too long. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, since I was born, it's just been one whole roller coaster of well, ma- mainly downs more more than ups so much. Um, I, I, people say that my generation of Forest fans are probably the more unluckier. Of the lot because uh, th- those previous have seen a lot of the uh, a lot of the good times, some of the cup wins, you know, where especially the European teams uh, of the early eighties. But uh, no, whereas I came into it, I've seen uh, drop through the divisions, you know, even uh, hitting League One as well. And uh, although we 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 bounced back from that, it's uh, it's certainly been a uh, a long road to. Uh, to where we are currently, which is in a bit of limbo almost. Mm, I mean, like I say, I mean, from a county perspective, I mean, we've observed you, and it seems to think that Forest, they were they were supposed to be doing well in the season, but what went wrong? I mean, we all thought that you'd get promoted. I mean, there's not, I know there's a rivalry, which we'll go into in a minute, but I think the majority of his fans wanted to see Forest get promoted, but why didn't it happen, do you reckon? It's a strange one to, to answer, really. I mean, you, you look at the first 10 games, and they... All, all the signs were there, you know, they, they looked strong, they, they worked as a team. And then the international break came and he came back in that first game back, I believe, was the derby match. And in that game, we picked up three injuries. Um, Andy Reid, who was never to play again mm. for the rest of the season. Yeah. Chris Cohen to blow his uh, arterial cru- uh, cruciate ligament for the third time. Um, I believe it's his second in one knee. He's done one in the other knee. Um, so if if he ever makes a comeback from that, I I, I will be personally quite shocked. Mm. And uh, you've got Jack Hobbs who got injured. Who missed quite a large chunk of the season. And then from there, the injuries started piling up again, and momentum just just didn't go away. And and from there, we had a run of, I believe it was two wins in twenty games. And um, so some teams in the Football League have got relegated on such form and it was only because of the start that we had that we didn't we didn't find ourselves further down and maybe was fortunate with some games with all the results going our way but uh, it, it's just been a very strange season um, for a Forest perspective to, to be perfectly honest mm, well at least you're not a county fan because at least our season hasn't been as you know as terrible but I'm not going to rub it in because it's not that kind of show but <laughs> I'm going to say I'm going to get ripped apart for it later on in the show but I'm not going to say it any further than well, that but... I, don't, I don't think we get ripped apart I mean for, from our view from a Forest perspective looking at Knotts I mean I, I, I went um, to a pre-season friendly at Knotts uh, against Levante oh yeah yeah that was a good game. Yeah, yeah well, I watched I watched Troy Carroll play for the first time in a not shirt, and I was so impressed. Well, I was impressed with the team in general because they just all seemed to gel together. And I think it was the first time I saw Alan Smith in a not shirt as well, and even he played well. Gary Jones did well, and th- there was players in the team that that looked very solid. And at that point, I remember turning around to Dad and said, "This team could do very well." And 
likewise with knots, uh, like, sorry, with forest, the start knots had was was quite, it was it was very good. Yeah, more and, than good. <laughs> and uh, for for me, I, I think, well, like I say, we'll speak about the rivalry in a bit, but I, I believe that it's uh, a lot of forest fans do always want to see knots too well. There's at Forest at half time on and full time, they always show the results from the championship, yeah. the knot score and the Mansfield score. And, you know, if not so, a losing or something, there, there might be a few ironic, like, jeers, but there's there's nothing really, you know, out the way yeah. to the same scale as, say, Derby or Leicester, for instance, with uh, Forest Ground. But, no, it's, it's it's a shame what's happened with Knots this season. Yeah, you wouldn't say there's a rivalry then, would you, between County and Forest? I mean, you've got, like, Forest and Derby, but in a sense, Forest and Knots County, there's not really... I mean, you've got that vibe between them, but you wouldn't really say there's, like, a major rivalry between them, would you say? I mean, I, th- really I think there, there's there's great potential to be one there. Mm. It's it's very stale currently. Mm, absolutely. Uh, the, I mean, if you you look at the last time we we played each other in a competitive uh, fixture was back in 2011. Um, oh, I remember that game. Oh, don't remind me. And, uh, <laughs> went, went to penalties. Obviously, have to be in free all and uh, <coughs> Lee Hughes missed a penalty, which would have sent knots through and. In the end, a few more penalties went in. And yeah, well, I'm not. We're, we're not going to go into that one too but, much. It's breaking but, my heart. Well, okay. Well, let's let's talk about the last league <laughs> meeting then. Between oh yeah, Forest no, that and was Nuts, Because the last league meeting was, uh, I think it was Charlie in... Palmer Day. Ah, uh, that was the 12th one. 12th of February, 1994. Oh, we're going uh, back there. Yeah, and um, it's. I believe it was in the last the dying minutes after uh, Forrest had actually uh, put an equaliser in towards the end. They thought they thought they'd secured a point, but. Uh, no, uh, as as Knott's fans uh, dubbed Charlie Palmer Sir yeah. from that day, you know, he's... Uh, oh, I can hear the vibes coming back yeah. now. <laughs> so, as he's saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the, there's stuff there. And I think because of Forrest and uh, Knott's being in subsequent divisions as well and not being able to play each other on a regular basis, it's kind of made the, the rivalry very stale. Yeah. But it has every opportunity to come back and... I can't see why it can't. Yeah, I mean, it should do in the future. But, I mean, again, as you were mentioning about leagues, I mean, from Forest perspective, when you look at Notts County, obviously we think we've underachieved, but do you think that it's right that we've been relegated to League Two this season? Do you think the club's no. gone down? No, it, so it, 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 shouldn't have, it shouldn't have gone down. They should never have got relegated. And I, I, Like I say, speaking as a Forest fan, we're quite perplexed as to what's happened. Um, I... I think your final game of the season uh, against Gillingham away sums up oh, your entire season, really. Definitely. Whereas <laughs> there was 70 minutes of generally nothing, then a goal for Knots to give the Knots fans some yeah. hope of and saying, it came and out then, of, then results were going your way. And, and it came out of blue fine. as well, that's the and worst then, thing. And then you conceded three goals. And oh, don't remind me. <laughs> six, seven minutes? Yeah, I'm going to break down crying at this and it's, rate. <laughs> it's, uh, it's sad. It's yeah. it's, it's it's wrong, and we don't want to see that as a city because it, mm. you know if if Nottingham's been given the city a football title, you want you want both the two teams in Nottingham absolutely to be going the best they can. You do, and you know some to some extent you can you include Mansfield and Nottinghamshire. So yeah, you know you you wish everyone the best, but at least you'll have the Nottinghamshire derby back next year. That's mm. That's, 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 that's what every cloud, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, to sum it all up, really, then, Dave, I've got to ask you this question. I'm going to ask everybody else here, but I've got to ask you, as a Forest fan, where do you see the clubs finishing next season? I mean, you've got Forest, who are really, you know, obviously striving for promotion to the Premier League. Do you think they'll get promoted next season? And do you think Notts County will come back up in the first attempt? <sighs> it's, it's very difficult at this stage of the season because um, it's 
still the domestic season for 2014-2015 yeah. hasn't fully finished yet. Yeah. Um, so it all depends what happens once the transfer market is open. But in Forrest's case, because of the impending transfer embargo that we have placed upon us due to uh, financial fair play breaches, um, Forrest's transfer window is going to consist of free transfers and season-long loans. Mm. And, and then it just kind of spends down to uh, whether we can maintain the players, such as uh, Mick Antonio, who was um, you know, our, our best player this season by far, uh, Lansbury, uh, once again, an- another good player uh, in, the, mm. in the squad. We've lost our goalkeeper, Carl Darlow, so there's still the goalkeeping issue mm. um, that we need to resolve. And th- there's just all, all different kinds of things, you know, with with the club. You're never too far from any excitement with uh, Mr. Al Hasawi in charge. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's a right club. character. He's a character, <laughs> but sometimes I just wish that it. it step off the character um, stage and just, just take a back seat just to see how the club would pan out mm. uh, but but it remains to be unseen as for Forrest I don't know about a promotion push, a push next year or I can't envisage one um, to be personally honest but we'll see um, now for Knots mm, this is the interesting one <laughs> it fully depends on who they keep once again I mean you've got a good manager slash coach in Monis. I mean his record speaks for itself at yeah. Hamburg I believe he was a coach at Tottenham as well skills but, coach Tottenham that's yeah. right so yeah so you know he's, he's had some good background there mm. um, great signing straight away news sorry was uh, Roy Carroll was yeah we now sound the sports association we did yeah great because I think without Roy Carroll this, this year it, it could have been a lot worse for Knotts um, at times Um and then, like I say, there have been some players released, but maybe it's time to freshen things up and, you know, hopefully Mr. True will put his hand in his pocket and um, move some money about. But we'll, see, we'll soon find out. <laughs> we'll soon see. We'll soon find out. Uh, as for a promotion straight back, League 2 is a very difficult uh, league, like all of them, but League yeah. 2 is, is a very, very difficult league to uh, get out of. Um, it mm. kind of sucks you in. Mm. Um but uh, I just followed you when you said that. <laughs> Sorry, it was clean show, Fine. folks. Clean show. <laughs> but um, yeah, when when you consider the, the likes of well Wickham, who were you know at the start of the season they weren't doing that great in League Two, and they, yeah. they put a bit of a run together, and now they're in the playoff final. Mm-hmm. But, you know that's it. Just shows what what can happen in that league. So it, it's anyone's guess as to what could happen. I, I personally believe though that Knots have enough about them to gain promotion straight back. Okay. Brilliant. Well, like I say, here's this has been the other side of a Trent. Got to thank Dave Eaton as always. And uh, can we catch you when you're out? So have you got any uh, future projects in the line? or No future projects just yet, but uh, well, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll keep you all informed. Anyway, if you agree with Dave Eaton's uh, facts, then you know what the number is by now. It's 0797272887. Get your texts, get your calls in. And you never know, you might be on the show with Dave Eaton. As this is said, this has been the other side of a Trent with Tom Hewitt and Dave Eaton. Football talk show that holds back nothing on opinions. Straight shooting LJA. Hi, I'm John Sitton. Grassroots coach Manisha Taylor. Hello, I'm Rob Burris. G-Man. Samir Sawney of Motivate Sports and Fitness. Christian Carambeau. Matt Hodgson, director of the four-year plan. We the people, for the people. Jersey Fizzle. Your Monday, Monday night, night footballing, footballing fix. fix. Make sure you join the revolution. 
The pitch is where we eat. The pitch is where we sleep. And the pitch is where we talk. Each and every Monday night of your lives. At youtube.com forward slash pitch talk. For podcast links and information, check out our official website, www.pitch-talk.com. Welcome back to your daily Notts County podcast, The Talking Pie, with yours truly, Tom Hewitt. Adam's still gone to get a few more drinks, don't know how long it's going to take him, but hopefully he's going to be back for the next show. Anyway, we've got a competition lined up for you all for the next show. What we're going to be offering you, we're going to offer you a couple of pre-season tickets. I know it's not the real thing, but we want to give something back to the people, because after all, it's for the fans, by the fans. We're offering you some chance to see Notts County in the pre-season against a local team, none other than Cotton Town. All you have to do is simply text in or email in the following answer to this question. Who has Ian McParland managed other than Notts County in the Midlands area? That's who has Ian McParland managed in the East Midlands area other than Notts County? Think you know the answer? Do you fancy winning some pre-season tickets? You know the number by now. All you've got to do is text in 0797272887 with your name and answer. And you never know, we might get back in contact with you. You never know, you might actually win some tickets. Or you can email us in your answer. Don't forget to leave your name and address and your number as well to thewitt44 at outlook.com. That's thewitt44 at outlook.com. Remember, if you, if you don't know them by now, we're going to leave them in the link in the description for you. Or you can play it back earlier in the podcast, wherever suits you. We're here for you. We're here to please you. And not like that, because it's a family show. But we're going to leave that one alone. Anyway, I'm off to Meadow Lane now. It's cold. It's raining. It's chucking it down. I'm freezing. But you know what? We're here to please you. We're here to entertain you. That's what this podcast is all about. We're here to make your lives easier and make your news of Notts County much more bearable and a bit more entertaining as well so what we're going to do we're going to pause this track because i'm not going to leave it on while i'm outside i'd be quite worrying if i did that because my electricity bill would be really really high if i did that but enough about my electricity bill because that's not what this podcast is about so what we're going to do i'm going to make my way to med i'm going to make my way to med lane i'm going to go and get the bus not going to walk it because i ain't got the energy but i'm going to go and get the bus on this freezing cold day i'm going to go and meet a special guest so what we're going to do I'm going to leave that track down. I'm going to leave this house and go to Meadow Lane. So I will see you in a bit, which is in the next segment of... Special Feature.
Yes, we've come to the final segment of the show now, and normally on these types of shows that we're producing, we get a special guest related to Notts County, and what a better way to get a first person for the show. I know him personally, he's a cool guy, you might even say he's a popular guy amongst Notts County, he's doing a lot of projects at the moment, we're pleased to have him on the show, it can only be one person I'm thinking of, and it's the one and only Chris Buckley. Chris, it's a pleasure to have you on the show, mate. Cheers, mate. Um, first of all, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you've been up to as of late? Um, well, I'm 28 years old. I've been in Notts County support since I was five years old, and you know, Notts is something I'm very passionate about. And um, I'm heavily involved with Pineland Community, which I own and operate, and I'm involved with the Support Association, which the two things take quite a lot of my time up, but it's something I'm ever so passionate about. So, yeah. Can you tell us a bit more about the Support Association? Because I know, obviously, I've been a part of it for only a couple of months, but you've, you've clearly demonstrated through what you've been producing with your work and stuff that you've, you've put a lot of effort into it. I mean, what, what else do you do? What do you contribute towards it? Well, my official title is the webmaster and the head of the, the media oh, that's department. That's a high title, the, I love it. <laughs> um, association, and I generally do anything. I'm a spokesperson, so I'm regularly doing interviews with media regarding um, what the OSA up to. And, Although we're only really in our first year, you know, we have already donated 1,800, so it's a lot of money coming into the doors for youngsters and it's helping the old spectrum of the academy, it's going from the youngsters from seven upwards all the way up to the scholars and to the youth team, so it's nice to be a part of a project that I'm ever so passionate about seeing and, you know, there's a lot going on in the background, it's not just fundraising, it's a lot of people giving a lot of time up to actually make sure that this is a future for Notts County. Mm. So. so would you say that's the emphasis of the support association, to try and get more people to join the club, or just necessarily follow the club and support it? Because Notts County, like we say, is a very local club, and people want to get involved in it, but how would you say yourself, as somebody who's heavily involved in the association, how would you say you try and promote the, the association to supporters who want to maybe get followed with the club? Well, for us it's more about trying to raise money for the academy. Um, right. We do want to represent the fans, so obviously building up a larger fan base and helping to you know get more members on board helps us to chase the other side of the aspect, but really we're just trying to fundraise to help the development so that, <laughs> so that we bring through our own you know homegrown players and mm. that is the important part of the project because Without a successful academy, Notts County will only have to use other people's youths. Exactly. And it's so important that we're, we're building our own youngsters and we're actually getting them ready. So the money that we raise actually really goes towards contributing to their future, which is, you know... It's a big thing in the part of Notts County. But it is. I'm going to bring it back to the club because there's a couple of questions I want to ask you. The season, I've been saying this to my brother and a lot of people in the past, but this season in general, it's not really been the best for the club. I mean, obviously we've been relegated, but for, I mean, from your from your personal point of view, being a part of the association and a devoted Notts County fan yourself, where do you think it's gone wrong? What do you think's contributed to the downfall of the club? Well, I think a mix of things. You know, back when we had a tough run of games where we was playing top of the league te teams, um, you know, it was hard to see where they would be getting points, you know, there. But I think the main problem was the fact that we didn't replace or extend the loan players that we had. I think it was vital that we got McLaughlin back and Louis Lang and, you know, Petresso as well. You know, I think there was key fundamental parts of why we went into the playoffs and without them, we were just lacking that quality that they gave us. And it was a string of things. I mean, you can't just pinpoint it down to individual players that didn't give their all or anything like that. It's just, a, you know, one of those things where a lot of things just went against us and... The more pressure that was applied to Derry, the more he just struggled and, mm. you know... 
you, you would say we underachieved because, I mean, obviously we were near the top six at the start of the season. I mean, what, as you were saying there, it was the players themselves who contributed to our downfall. But to see the club go from all that way from the top and go just to relegation, it, it, it's, it's, what's the word? It's terrible. But what can be done to try and make this situation not occur in the future again? I mean, we're in League Two, but what do you suppose that the club could do itself to make sure that it doesn't happen again? Well, for me, it's about stability and making sure that you prepare correctly with you know how you plan to approach games and if you have a lone player that's only there for three or so months it's not really useful you want them there to, for at least six months or yeah. at least a year so then you don't really have that pressure of them being recalled unless the parent club really needs them and if you rely so much heavily on lone players your problem is you need to replace them when they come up for the extension and yeah. I don't necessarily blame them for the fact that you know the lone players we had too many of them, but I think that we should have kept the squad down to a smaller figure just so that we had that stability within the core of the squad and less chance of relying on other players that weren't mm. necessarily our own. There is one thing I want to pick out of what you just said there about stability because Sean Derry obviously got sat down in the season. For those of you who didn't know, we've got a new manager in Ricardo Menez who obviously didn't contribute to getting relegated, but we're still down nonetheless. But People have been saying that Sean Derry shouldn't have got sat, he should have got sat, but I mean, you being a part of the Sports Association, you're a key figure to ask this. Do you think he should have got the sack? And if yes, why? Well, personally, I was disappointed. I mean, I was honestly shocked. Yeah. I was surprised when I when I got told, I got a text message saying Sean Derry had been sacked. And then when I went up on Facebook, I had like 20 odd messages from people <laughs> telling me that he'd been sacked. And I was like, really? So far into the season, with only a handful of games left to go, we sacked a manager that knew the players and ultimately I just felt that whoever came in would have to take time to get to know the squad and although that Ricardo Muniz did do a good job with coming in I just felt that you know we needed to give him that time to the end of the season then assess him and then decide whether or not he's the right person for wherever we were wherever we just managed to survive League One because he did it before with the Great Escape the year before oh absolutely yeah and with League Two is he the right person to take us back mm. up there you know that's what you got to think as well. I mean, Ricardo Menez, do you think he's the right man to lead us out of League Two or do you think we'll go for another manager in the season? I mean, I know I'm pushing the boat out by saying that, but I mean, I'm really intrigued because his style of football, as we both saw at the end of the season review, which, by the way, you can also catch on the uh, Notts County official website, the link will be in the description. He seems to be a very intellectual football man who knows what he's talking about, but will his style of football, do you reckon, is going to work for us in League Two? Well, I, I guess it depends on the support he has. I think that it relies a lot on Dave Kiven and you know key yeah. members behind the community, and also with Dean Yates going on as a defender, coaching roles. Um, you know, it, it's good that he's got that backbone of people who are not through and through. And I have my um, concerns regarding the elite that he brings to the club, with him being such a high-grade manager for the lower league football. You know, you wouldn't really expect him to be covering a League One or League Two team. True. Um, I just feel that it will take time for us to see the better things that he has to offer for us mm. and the early thing is to make sure that we start and we proceed to start the season as well as possible because mm. without that it's just going to be one of those cases of where how long until we replace him but mm. I want to see him here for the, the duration of his contract and mm. if he does well you know I think the club should show the commitment and intent to offer him a, a longer deal even mm, absolutely you know, just so that we get that stability there, because that's that's all we're missing. We need mm. players to be within the club for more than just one season. We don't need to yeah. put the old squad each year because there's no fluid there. And you know, for a club of our size, we really need players to actually stay around so they get the meaning of what it's like to be a Notts County fan and what it's 
to represent the club because Absolutely. if a player's only there for a season, you can't blame him for not, not picking up mm. the passion because that's something that comes with time. And mm. you know, Ricardo Muniz has a lot to, to do for us, but I do, I do feel that you know, even if we manage to finish about seventh next season, I think that would be a steady progress for the season. So. Absolutely. Well, you, I want to bring back you to one point what you said about players and season. You've just made me think of something, and I've got to ask you. I mean, obviously, it's not the time to say it about regards to last season, but. Who would you say has been your most consistent player of the season and why? And I've got a good idea who you're going to say, but I've got to ask you, I've got to throw it out to you. Who do you, who do you reckon? It's very easy to say, Roy Cowan. I mean, without him... <laughs> why am I not surprised? <laughs> without him in goal, I think we would have been relegated. I mean, we have been lucky in um, recent years with the fact that we've had Bartosz Borkowski, who's an amazing goalkeeper, but to replace him with somebody of Roy Cowan's um, ability and you know dedication, you know, just coming back from having played in uh, friendly to you know come back and represent Notts within 24 hours just as mm. a, shine, a sign of how good of it is you know to have a player of that quality but absolutely his saves and the way that he just you know goes about his game is just so vital for Notts oh absolutely there are players like Gary Jones who um, is one of those players that can have a game where he'll get criticism but he's been very consistent but without worrying goal I just don't see us being you know even to manage into what we achieved that season to being exactly, in the playoffs exactly. and you know trying to survive the relegation I mean it was harsh for him on Edgingham because you know you could see that those three goals really did destroy him as oh they uh, did definitely you could see it in his face it was just bringing him down but to think the, the fact that he signed another contract to stay with the club it really shows that he's committed to what we want to achieve and that we want to go and make success come back to this illustrious club but there is one thing I wanted to ask you as well because you did mention League 2 and I've been asking every fan this but I want to get your view do you think we'll get back at the do you think we'll get promoted at the first attempt I'd hope so but personally I don't really think that mm. that's where we're going to be because I think that we need the stability we need that quality mm. and the early signs would be where we are by Christmas if yeah. we are in the playoffs or even above you know there might be a chance that we do go up but I don't want us to pin our ropes on automatic promotion. I want us to see that it's about developing and getting that strong core back within the squad. We need to prepare and, and build for it properly without rushing. And just the whole idea of getting promotion again just makes it seem like you know there's not that stability there that we just desperately need a season where we just see the progression that we made. Yeah, absolutely. But do you think we'll be in the playoffs? Get more apparently get more money for being in the playoffs, get to a final in Wembley, all guns blazing. Well, that's generally where I think that we will probably be around. But like I say, if we just fall outside of it, it's not really going to be a problem. Yeah, and yeah. we're not gambling men, but it's sixteen to one for Knots to get promoted. So if you want to put cheeky pound on, do it. But I'm not endorsing anything. But one final thing I've got to ask you, Chris. You've been mentioning that you've been doing a, another thing for your other projects called Pride and Nottingham. Would you like to tell the viewers more about what you've been doing towards that, and where can we find you in the future? Well, yeah, I've been recently um, doing a podcast, which is a podcast that. Um, right. It emphasises what we do as a community and it's a light-hearted show where you know we're just discussing the key moments of within the Knots news and you know we're doing one main show and then we do an extra when the news demands that and it's just good to see the community respond so well to something that we're trying to prepare to because the whole idea was to do as much content as we can and we cover it so um, you know widely that you know it's nice to bring all them things in together within one audio show we do a lot of video work with Meet the Fans and things like that, but yeah, the podcast is on iTunes. You can find it by typing in Pride Nottingham Podcast or, or just podcast. Or you'll find a link in the description. So if anybody wants to check Chris's uh, podcast and videos out, you're more than, more than welcome to. But 
Yeah, like I say, Chris, thank you very much for coming on the show. We, we do appreciate you volunteering. And don't forget, if you'd like to hear more, if you'd like to be a special guest on the show, you know the number by now. I'll be saying it over and over again. It's 079-7272-8887. Or you can email us on thewitt44outlook.com. Remember, you can be a guest just like Chris Buckley. Come on to the show. Give us your views. This has been the special guest feature with me, Chris, me, Tom Hewitt, and Chris Buckley. Cheers, mate. Unfortunately, we've come to the end of the show now. Thank you all so much for tuning in. On behalf of Adam, who's still recovering with a few drinks, I'm going to go and check on him in about five minutes because I'm quite worried about him now. I just want to say a big thank you to Dave Eaton and Chris Buckley for, for giving us their views. Not as counter-related. We do appreciate their views. And we also want to hear your views. Get your texts, get your emails in because you never know in the next show, you might get yourselves read out. Also, we've still got that competition lined up. If you know the answer to Ian McParland and who he's managed over in Notts County in the East Midlands area, get your texts in, get your emails in. You could win yourself a pre-season ticket to Carlton Town, the best stadium in Nottingham. <laughs> I'll leave that one alone. But you could win yourself a ticket. I mean, come on, you're going to want to go out and watch a good football game. It's Notts County, the best team in the Midlands. What more can you want? Anyway, on behalf of myself and Adam, we just want to say a big thank you to everybody who's listened to the show. We also want to say a big thank you to Pitch Talk. As they say, our main sponsors, the only place to get your Monday Night Footballing fix. Make sure you give those guys a shout. And also a big thank you to Tier 44 Productions because they, like myself, have got your news covered. You don't want to go anywhere else. Right, I better go and find where Adam's gone. Hopefully he's not drank too much. I'm not going to shout that out. We'll hopefully see you in the next podcast. Until next time, come on you pies! <laughs>